Hey everybody, welcome back to Gone Outdoors. Scotty Brewer, Kyle Agri, a Brewer Agri Outdoors, and uh, we are at Shields, and on this segment we're going to chat with a buddy, Mr. Jaden Thomas. Jaden is one of the uh, fishing managers, and uh, we are going to talk about ice electronics. You know, three things that they all have, big ticket items. They have ice electronics, they have a house, and they have an auger. Then it, you know, then you got all the smaller stuff, rods, tackle, all that kind of stuff. Most anglers tend to upgrade one of those three every year. That means a third of the ice anglers out there right now are looking at upgrading their ice electronics. So we wanted to chat with you a little bit about what they might be looking for. You know, let's start with flashers. The flashers have been around for a long time. Everybody says with the new age electronics that flashers are going away. But I personally do not believe that that will ever happen. How about you? No, I 100% agree with you, Scotty. You know, as much press and shine as, you know, the forward-facing sonar gets these days, I think I think a lot of people got to remember it, it's not the end-all, be-all. It's just another tool in the arsenal, you know. Every tool has a specific job and a time where it shines best. You know, if you want to break down water and find fish, forward-facing sonar is very tough to beat just because of how much ground you can cover so quickly and efficiently. At the end of the day, that's the name of the game, right? But when you're actually going to hole hop, when you pin these fish down, you want to fish, a flasher is still the, the way to go. It's, it's unbeatable. You can't beat the target separation of flasher, the speed, the response time. And, uh, you know, that gets more important, especially when you're talking like panfish or really finicky walleyes, where you need to make you need to know exactly when that fish is on your lure versus even a couple inches away still, and when still deciding how to, if it's going to close the deal. So a flasher uh, should definitely remain in people's arsenal, should definitely be on people's list of things to get or wish list of things they hope to get this holiday season you know Jaden, there's a lot of different options in the flasher market right uh, to scott's point you know we've, we've used flashers for for generations now what is it someone who's out shopping what are some of the things that that you recommend as an advisor to consider when they're trying to pick one out you know I, I think it's important to understand when you're looking for the right flasher for you you know when you're out shopping locally is you know, what What kind of fishing do you do? You know, and I guess what I mean by that is, like, really, what are you targeting? Um, or, you know, around our country, you know, here in East North Dakota, the border border of Minnesota, you know, walleyes and perch are pretty king come ICs. You know, panfish, obviously, you get more in Minnesota, dominate as well. But just for the sake of argument, let's talk walleyes, perch, and even bluegills, too. Usually are very bottom-orientated, right? So, then the deeper you get, the more important it's going to be to have like a zoom feature on your flasher. You know, like for example, if you're talking Vexilar, that comes standard and everything FL18 and up. Um, if you're talking Markham, I believe that starts with either the M1 or the M3 where you get a five foot zoom and it's standard and through everything, uh, standard throughout the rest of their line. But that zoom is so important when you're talking about bottom orientated fish because the deeper you get, you know, the more compressed uh, and the, the, your picture gets on your flasher screen. But when you have a zoom feature, what it does is it basically splits your screen in half where you see the entire water column on the right side. Say you're in 20 feet of water, all 20 feet will be on your right side. But that bottom five or six feet, depending on the brand of flash you go with, will be on your left side. And that just gives you a magnified zoom where, once again, we're talking about the best target separation possible. When you're talking finicky fish or just cold water period fish in general, it usually takes some coaxing to get the bite. And you need to know exactly when that fish is right on top of you versus still sitting a couple inches off 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 from you deciding whether or not it wants to bite or not so that's where a zoom feature 
becomes very critical. And I, I recommend that to be the standard in any flasher a guy wants to get. You know, Jaden, and, and I believe that Markham has a movable zoom to take that one step further. Uh, you know, your standard zoom is just the bottom. But if you're fishing suspended crappies, you're fishing tulabies, rainbow trout, that kind of thing, um, that movable zoom comes in pretty handy too. You know, what? one of the things that I think is really important when you're picking out a flasher is who are you picking it out for? How experienced are they um, in any type of electronics? It, it doesn't matter if it's a flasher or if it's uh, the flat screens or if it's a, a forward-facing sonar because there's a big learning curve as you go through that. And it's the same with flashers. There can be a big learning curve. And I think it's really important to know the experience of the angler uh, before they purchase a unit. No, I think you're exactly right, Scotty. Like you look at any of the all across all brands of flasher, you know, there's several models in each brand. And there's a reason for that. You know, there's different bells and whistles. Obviously, the higher higher you go, the more you're willing to spend, kind of the more flash and bang you're going to get with those lex- those flashers. Yet, as simple as flashers are to read, and usually most people can pick them up pretty quick, if you're still starting with a beginner, you know, you don't necessarily want to hand them maybe an LX7 or a Vexlar FLX28, you know, something that's going to come loaded with five or six features. They might not even understand. They don't even understand how a, how a flasher works to begin with. So that's where probably something just more entry level and price point is just a better option. One, it helps your pocketbook a bit, but it also, like, just it, it's going to alleviate you from getting frustrated. And what I've learned is the, the quicker or more frustrated people get when fishing, the less likely are they get, are going to continue the sport. And that's not what anyone wants, you know, if you want people to get into fishing and to stay into fishing. So I think you hit exactly right. You know, there's tons of different options out there, but I think it's, you got to understand say what maybe your skill level is or, or if you're shopping for someone else, what their skill level is, where are they at in their fishing, you know, journey and just getting the right option for them. And that's why we have so many options. Well, I tell you what, here's something that I think any skill level individual uh, can really benefit from, and that is an underwater camera being able to see what's down there, being able to see how the fish react to their lure. It's uh, it's an incredible learning tool. Tell us a little bit about, you know, the the lineup of cameras that you've got there at Shields. Yeah, we got a full line of cameras here. We got great options from both Vexlar, we got Aquaview, and then we have Markham, uh, one of our best sellers. And probably one of the more popular kind of cameras last few years has been, uh, you know, kind of the, the pocket size cameras, those three to five inch screens, one of our best sellers. And one of my favorites is going to be that Markham Pursuit HDL, uh, HD uh, picture, and then the L stands for lithium. So lithium battery, it's going to last forever, run a long time. And a camera is really invaluable. I think, again, you know, forward facing sonar gets all the shine because you can see fish far away, see them move in real time. But a camera is really invaluable for a couple of reasons. One, it allows you to, it, I use a camera a lot, not necessarily just for fishing, but for understanding what's going on below the surface. You know, a camera's great for fi- seeing if the weeds are still alive. You know, green weeds. Green weeds are an A-plus when you're talking about structure underneath the ice. Everything gravitates toward green weeds in the winter, whether it's panfish, walleyes, pike. Um, also great for finding bottom composition. You know, where does it go from sand to silt to mud to rock? You, a lot of times, if you're in heavy rock, too, you drop a camera down, those fish can kind of hide in different kinds of sonar, but if you drop a camera on those rocks, you can see fish sitting inside those rock crevices as clear as day. Um, also, if you're, again, we're talking about finicky fish, you know, I can't tell you how many times I fish bluegills or perch and it just, it feels like you're never getting bites or just being super finicky. You drop a camera down, you see those fish can inhale a wax worm in the jig and exhale it so quick, like less than a second. It's something that even a spring bobber doesn't pick up. A lot of times a camera can save your day 
on the ice just because you can pick up the finicky fish. One thing I think a lot of people sleep on too is I use a camera a lot out in the boat for open water, you know, just, you know, pre-fish for tournaments or even just trying to understand maybe exactly what species I'm fishing for. The greater our electronics are, they still don't tell you, you know, what's a walleye, what's a sucker. I fall into that trap too many times pre-fish for tournaments. But I think, uh, I think a lot of more people should use an underwater camera year round. I mean, and the best time to buy an underwater camera is during the ice season. You know, we talk, not only is it the season for it, but you're talking holidays, like we have our ad going on, where you can stop into your local shields and then you can buy it at a great deal. Now you have a camera for all year round. So, Jaden, I, I, you know, we, we don't got a whole lot of time left here, but one thing I want to say, um, cameras are very, very popular with the hard house guys because they can hook them up to their TV, a lot of them, not all of them, but a lot of them you can hook up to your TV and you can watch it. But I think a lot of guys, if that's why they're, their main reason for buying it, might be missing the boat a little bit because really the best use of it, if you're a hard house guy, is to figure out exactly, I mean down to the right, to the last foot, to where to put that fish house. Because if you know exactly where you're putting it, based on what the camera is telling you, then you're going to be a lot more successful. Jaden, um, we, we got to close up here, but... All the stuff that we've talked about, it's all on sale right now during the sale. I highly recommend people come in, uh, talk to Jaden, talk to other guys like Jaden, and uh, because all these guys are Shields experts, they can put you on the electronics you need. Jaden, thank you very much for coming on Gun Outdoors. Absolutely. Always a pleasure speaking with you guys. All right. We will be back from Shields with segment three after this break. Yeah,